0: Hello, and welcome to today's broadcast. I have something very exciting to speak with you today about. It's going to be a snippet of a training that I did in my brand new Facebook group, the Leading in Healthcare Facebook group. Yesterday, we did a training on how to think strategically in order to make better decisions. And the topic ended up being so so deep and with such breath, (laughs) breath, (laughs) breath, I can't talk today, that it's actually going to be a two-parter. So in yesterday's live broadcast, I addressed strategic thinking, what it is, statistics around it, and how to get more of it. The reason why we talked about that yesterday, and I'm going to share a little snippet of what we talked about here with you today, is because a lot of the times the stress that you feel and the chaos and the unease and the anxiety that you feel is because a lot of the times in the organizations that we work for or lead or um, the, the things that we have to deal with in our day to day, there's a twofold issue taking place. Number one, we mistake strategic thinking for problem solving. So what really happens is we end up solving problems, and a lot of times very well, solving problems that are right in front of our face, but not really understanding that strategic thinking has more depth and it has more breadth and it provides more value, it's more futuristic than the problem solving that we tend to do in our organizations. So then what that has you doing, if you're putting out fires on things that are right in front of you, it makes you... it makes you work in a reactive mode. And when you're working in a reactionary manner, that inherently can be a lot more stressful than a more proactive or um, more responsive type of way. And so that's the context behind this. So the second point that I wanted to make is nobody is teaching you how to think this way. If you think about the education that you have received from the time you were in preschool or kindergarten up and through your college, you were not taught to think in different ways. A lot of the times we're just taught to look at the information or the evidence that is front of, in front of us in order to make a decision, or we're taught one plus one is two, and that's how you solve a problem. That is only one way of thinking and one way of solving a problem. And if you don't learn how to think differently on your own, then you are limiting your ability to make impact, to think strategically, to make better decisions, to therefore decrease your stress, to be more creative, to be more innovative, all of the things. The problem is though, that you may not have ever been taught or told this. So you think that what you're doing is the right thing to do because it's the way that we all operate, not only in healthcare in our personal lives, in other professions, et cetera. And so I want to break this down for you because as you know, I want you to be able to approach not only your professional life, but your personal life with less stress. And the way that you do that is by mastering yourself, by shifting your internal psychology, by learning what it means to be a high performer so that you can show up for yourself. You can show up for your job. You can show up for the things that matter to you in life and do it in a way where you have this energy that is sustained and you're showing up as your best self. So some of the things that I broke down in yesterday's masterclass, and I'll give you the link with this video so you can actually go join the private Facebook group so you can watch the whole video. But I'm going to throw out these statistics because I think they're very important because as you know, because of the... The work that we do with the lin group, we're always reaching out and talking to C-level executives in order to um, help them develop and train their staff or develop strategic initiatives. But there's always this subset of leaders that think that they have it on lock because they have in-house leadership training or because they just think that because they're able to solve problems effectively, that that is strategic thinking and it is not. So um, these statistics are going to help you understand that it doesn't matter how good that y- your organization might be performing in problem solving they probably aren't as good as they think they are and and so we can't control what other people are doing i'm here to help you control the way that you show up at work so you have a better mindset less stress all the things. So 90% of the thoughts that you think that most people think is the same as the thoughts that they thought in the last hour, yesterday, last week, last month, last year. That's just a given fact. Most people don't change their thought process. And what's even more interesting is that of those 90% of the thoughts that they have over and over again every day, most of them are more negative, more cynical less expensive and more contractive, which means that if you are contracting, you're not open to possibilities. You're not open to expansion. You definitely don't have this growth mindset that we all read about and we use as a buzzword, but don't integrate. So this is number one. Number two, is when you start to look into the science of being a great leader, the internal psychology of being a good leader, what you're gonna find is that there's only four to five percent of leaders that know how to think strategically. So, what does that tell you? That even if you guys and your organization are solving problems effectively, maybe you're you're just solving problems. Because if four to five percent of leaders think can think strategically. That means the majority of leaders that you work with, that you interact with, that are in your organization, don't think strategically, which pulls you back into that reactionary mode that you all are working in, which increases stress, increases burnout, also causes staffing shortages because nobody wants to work in that type of an environment, correct? And then I'm going to give you one more statistic, and this may be for the leaders out there that think that they have it on lock, especially because as uh, when you get higher up in leadership, you're trusting that the leaders that are working behind the scenes for you to help push the initiative, the mission, the vision forward, you trust that they are doing what they need to do in the way that you figure that out if there's not a problem is just through speaking with them. The problem is most people are not honest about what they think and feel. And that's for a whole host, a variety of reasons why we are not honest in our communication. So behind closed doors, when you poll most leaders in healthcare, what you are going to find is that even though we all are growth oriented and innovative and creative and strategic Behind closed doors, 67% of you say that your organization is bad at strategic thinking, at being strategic. So herein lies the problem because out of our mouth and the picture that we present in healthcare is that we're crushing it, we're moving forward all the things. And again, I'm not saying that we aren't, but when it comes specifically to strategic thinking, the math is not adding up. If we don't know how to think strategically, most of us think that we don't do a, a good job as strategy. We haven't been taught to think strategically. And whether we want to admit it or not, we are not growth mindset oriented because most of us are living um self unaware and therefore thinking the same thoughts every day, every minute, every hour, every second. You know, so we're not going at the pace that we could be going because of the way that we approach the way that we think about the work that we do. So I felt like I would just leave you with one tip that I shared with those that attended the masterclass or have access to the masterclass inside of the group because the replay is still up for now. I'm going to leave you with one of the tips that I am. And it's about our obsession (laughs) with continuous education. The problem in America today and the problem with the way that we go about education in the healthcare community is that we have this fixation on getting all the information, all the facts, raising awareness, getting our CEUs, all of the things. However, Let's think about the first little statistic that I share with you. Again, if 90% of the thoughts that you think are the same day after day, year after year, month after month, then even though we know all the things, which is important in its own right, we are not integrating all of the things. So, therefore, we have all of this intellect and this information. But we have no real uh, wisdom, which comes from putting this information in action and learning and checking and adjusting and being more experimental in the work that we do in our respective fields, organizations, et cetera. So I want you to, in your personal practice, it's not that you don't do the CEUs because they're important, but anything that you learn I want you to get in the habit of not just learning or having information for the sake of learning or having information. That is so played out right now. It's so basic. What I would like you to start to do is think about how you can develop continuous wisdom. And when you develop that continuous wisdom, you also are inherently not getting into that trap of having those same thoughts over and over again, every year, every month, every hour, every day, right? You are starting to have this continuous wisdom and therefore a growth mindset because you are actually integrating the things that you have learned um, and putting them into practice. Some of them may work. Some of them may not work, but the key is here to not be fearful of taking information and putting it into play in order to see if it's going to change things, add value, make things better. So that's the first part that I wanted to say about the education. In the second part, I've noticed that we tend to not want to cross pollinate, um, not subjects. What is it called? Disciplines, cross pollinate disciplines in order to be better thinkers, in order to be more strategic. So what does this mean? Uh, you all may know that I'm a nurse. You also may know that I'm a CEO. Some of you may know that I didn't start off my adult career as a nurse or CEO. I started off my career in the military. I studied psychology. I studied a host of different things that while they are not inherently, uh, you know, tied to my MBA or tied to my nursing program, they cross-pollinate. So I can take a lot of what I learned about psychology and bring it into my business practices or my nursing practices, or I could take some of the things that I learned about leadership, my master's in leadership, and then put that and cross-pollinate that into my MBA program. Or I can take many different things that I've learned, my personal spiritual practices and integrate that into my mindfulness as I show up for the day to be a good leader in what I do. We tend to get in this box. This is a nurse. This is how nurses nurse a nurse thinks this is a nursing diagnosis. We're gonna stay in our lane. But what does sociology have to do with nursing? How can we pull sociology in? How can we pull especially physics in to having a better life, to being a better leader, to being a better nurse? How can we pull in um, history into being a better provider, a better doctor? If you want to be a great leader, how can we pull in, I don't know, art practices into being a better leader? We often miss out on ways to be creative and grow how effective we are as leaders, how futuristic, how forward thinking, all the things that we could be as leaders because we stay in our lane. This is healthcare. This is what we're going to study. This is what we're going to look at. But I'm telling you, By cross pollinating information, you're gonna grow. You can stock market. You can study the stock market and find ways in which the theory that goes along with the stock market can help you to be a better leader. It's all about being expansive. And again, with the cross pollination, it's not just about reading information and learning about these different disciplines. It's about now how do I put it into practice in what I do every day. So I'm going to leave it at that. Just give you that one little tip. Again, if you want to hear the whole class, then you can go to our brand new Facebook group. I will leave the link somewhere with this video. Because this uh, conversation, I like to keep classes short. So because this conversation ran long, um coming up, there will be a part two on, okay, so now that you understand how to think strategically and have had time to put some of the things that I taught in that class into action, now, how can you integrate that to make better decisions? And until you learn how to strategically think versus problem solve, you're not going to be able to make the best decisions that you could make. So we're going to leave the how to make better decisions for part two. As always, if you love what you hear and you would like to work with me, maybe your organization needs this kind of leadership training. Maybe you personally want to know how to become a better person that's working at your highest potential, both professionally and personally, so that you can up level in the way that you show up with the energy, with the balance, with decreased stress and all the things, you just need help with that, then make sure that you check the link that will also be with this video. If you would like to learn more about working with me or working with my team, and I will talk to you in the next video, not video, I'll talk to you in the next broadcast. All right, take care. Bye.